0: Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal News Show, keeping you up to date with everything that's going on in the world of Arsenal Football Club. And of course, talking to you guys in the chat box, getting your thoughts, your feelings, your queries, and questions answered in every morning. Show. I hope you're doing good. I hope you're doing well. Let's say hello to everybody in the chat box. It seems that uh, peenyween. Ween. <laughs> He's still getting the first slot in the chat box. I mean, people, you need to challenge him. This needs to be a thing. We need to start getting in there before Peony Weeds. I don't know how you're going to do it, but he's now changed his name to Larry Simeon. <laughs> Harry, I'm so sorry. I can only apologise for my listeners. Crude nature. Uh, and No, Dan, you didn't, unfortunately. Good morning to Olu. Good morning to Tim. Uh, for, oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> for goodness sake. Ruben, good morning to you, to Trevor, to Martin, to Manu, to Sartvik. Marcus, Clear Away, Dave, Rob, Paul, G Norburn, Runs of Cows, Bobby, uh, Paul, AV, um, Canoe, Jonathan, Philip, Kevin, uh, Rich Carney. We've got Jose, Gustavo, Wilson, MFB, AFC West Mids. Uh, who else have we got in here as well? Afsar, Trevor, Kershin. uh, We've got Tom Patrick as well, Adama, Gray uh Tony grayson Manu good morning to everybody sorry i can't say good morning to everybody but uh it's very difficult uh, but i've gone through pretty much as many people as i feasibly could in this morning show even the morons that decided to change their name for goodness sake um let's kick on with the show and tell you as always to go and subscribe to the Arsenal Way i'll be live over there at 9:30 a.m. this morning Uh, And there should be some pretty good content coming out for you in the next couple of days or so over there. It's worth doing. Speaking of which, yesterday morning I spoke to former Arsenal midfielder Emmanuel Petit. uh, And a a link to the article from that interview has gone up on football.london. Link to my profile is in the description. As always, uh, we spoke about Alessandro Lacazette. and We spoke about a number of topics of which more of that interview will be coming out over the next uh, hopefully a couple of days or so. So I look forward to bringing you even more content from the chat. Really nice guy, really good person to chat to. So a massive thank you to Emmanuel uh, for sitting down and having a chat yesterday morning. Um, speaking of news and sitting down, uh, Emil Smith-Rowe uh, is training currently inside, whereas the rest of the uh, England team is training outside. Um, A slight concern about a possible injury. It shouldn't be too serious. Hopefully, Smith will be playing for England over the international break. But it is said that he's currently training away from the main group because of a possible injury concern. So certainly one to keep your eye on. But fingers crossed, won't be too tricky to deal with. Uh, However, a bit of a boost is that Gabriel Magalhaes has withdrawn from the Brazilian national side. It's understood because of the situation with his other half and uh, being nine months along. uh, It means that, of course, uh, he has decided to stay here in the UK instead of travelling out to Brazil, uh, which is a positive. And uh, we wish, obviously, them to the best of luck, but also the fact that he won't be risking injury during this period as well is certainly a positive for Arsenal so on the international front that's definitely good same reason behind I mean not same reason but same kind of benefit of Tomiyasu not going away with the Japanese national team he'll be able to stay here and hopefully recover as well at the same kind of rate uh, Noah Lang and the links with the Belgian winger have returned, except that now Arsenal are not the only sides that are being credited with serious interest. AC Milan are another side that are very much interested in the Dutch international. A player that's been linked to us for quite a few months now. There's no smoke without fire with these types of links, but there are claims that AC Milan will challenge Arsenal for the signing of Paolo Di Vala ba- uh, ba- uh, for Noah Lang. And this is interesting because Lang often plays on the left, he can play on the right, he can play in the middle. If this has any kind of impact on Raphael Liao's future, I'm unsure because, you know, Liao has, has looked closer to signing a new contract. Whether or not this is is more to do with the other players who play in wide positions for Milan, would have to wait and see. But Lang looks a bit closer to a move Uh, to AC Milan, it seems, more so than he does Arsenal. And the main headline story this morning is that Paolo Dybala will not re-sign a new contract with Juventus. Instead, the Argentinian forward will look to find a new club in the summer at the moment. I think the favourites to bring him in would be Inter Milan, but Arsenal have also been credited with an interest in the player in the past. If you remember, way back years ago, we were linked with him when he was at Palermo, uh, he instead chose to join uh, Juventus. And whilst it's gone OK, the arrival of Cristiano Ronaldo and then obviously since then, Vlaovic has, has meant that his position in the pecking order has gone down. And he kind of wants to move to somewhere where he's going to be the star, I think, again. He definitely does need a move, Paulo Dybala, and, and a move away from there. And maybe to the Premier League with Arsenal would be the right one. I'd be surprised to see if Arsenal aren't looking at him as maybe one of the two forwards they might look to bring in. But if we do look to bring in Paolo Dybala, what I would say is I think that he needs to be a player that comes in alongside a more physical forward, not as the main style of forward that is being looked to brought into the club. And that is with just five minutes and 50 seconds or so on the clock. All of the news uh, is obviously getting to that period of time during the season in international break where there isn't loads to discuss in regards to breaking stories. But it does mean that we get to spend more time with you guys in the chat box and answering more of your questions. So if you do have indeed any questions that you'd like to throw into the chat box, we're going to go through those for the next 15 to 20 minutes or so. So let's get those in there. Make sure you drop a like on the chat as well. And also any ideas for our daily poll that we can vote on as well. So let's get to it. Okay, so let's uh, let's get some ideas for what the poll is going to be for today's show into the chat box. Last night we did a really really good show. Myself, Ola, and Mike sat down for the first episode of a brand new series on the channel called Agree to Disagree, where we discuss quite an extreme question. And by the end of the show, we see if we've changed our minds or whether or not we're still agreeing to disagree on the subject. I'm looking forward to bringing you the, uh, that show with plenty more guests throughout the season uh, that I'm sure you'll recognise from plenty of other places as well. Um, (laughs) No Arsenal-related, not these wheels and doors debate. I'm not doing any of that. (laughs) Deary me. Uh, Marcus says, Dybala would not be number one at Arsenal, so I doubt that he would sign. What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't think he'd be number one in regards to the other striker that we'd look to bring in. But, I mean, if he came in now, I mean, he'd be getting plenty of game time. But in regards to, you know, David Schick, uh, Ozzymen, other strikers we've been linked to, I'm not sure that he would be the person that we look to bring in there. Uh, JDB says, Tom, you're forgetting that Dabala is turning 29 this year and isn't that similar to previous deals? It's very true. Do we want to risk bringing in a player who's turning 29 uh obviously quite a diminutive player he's not a player that maybe would you can imagine going into his early to mid uh, 30s playing at the top of his game because the type that he is uh i missed the Vieira news what is the Vieira news Dan let's have a quick check of that must have skipped me by if there is indeed any um but i don't see oh the hall of fame yes Patrick Vieira and Wayne Rooney are set to be inducted into the Premier League Hall of Fame. Well, a massive congratulations to Petro Vieira. Very deserving, of course, as well. Uh, Viraj says, who has had the better transfer window this year, Arsenal or Barcelona? That's actually a really, really good question. Um, I feel like there may be a bit of bias, though, uh, towards that. And if if you think about it, Barcelona did a lot of their business during the January window rather than the the summer window. Although, saying that, they did bring in a lot of other uh, free transfers. But... They did a lot of business during the January window where we didn't. So there is that to consider. Um, <laughs> Max says, no smoke without fire. So does that mean that Bailey's accepted that Sanchez is injury pride? no. Still has not accepted it, and he probably never will. Wilson says, do you think it is ridiculous that some of the players and pundits are moaning about Arsenal celebrating? Yes, and we've talked about that at length. It's ridiculous. PJT says, do people as Arsenal fans prefer to have other football fans and media underestimate Arsenal or overestimate them? this season in particular, standing out in that debate. Hey, look, if you want to underestimate Arsenal, I'd much prefer that. I'd rather people weren't really talking about us or writing us off, weren't giving us a hope at all, so we can prove them wrong. Uh, Inga says, what pub is to go to before a match going to London first week of September? Uh, I mean, you've got a couple of the main ones that I really go to, uh, the Tollington or the 12 Pins. They're kind of the main two um, but there's plenty. What I would say is make sure you go to Piebury Corner on Holloway Road before the game and get yourself uh, a pie with, with roasties. You can get it with mash if you want, but it's got to be roasties and gravy. So absolutely, you've got to go to uh, Piebury Corner uh, on the main road. Uh, Ollie says, Hey Tom, City and Liverpool and Chelsea don't play with an out-and-out goal-scoring striker. Do you think the striker landscape is changing? And that is going to be my poll question. Do Arsenal... Rather, should Arsenal mirror City's and Liverpool's force, well, kind of the, well, how would you word it? Like, it's not a false nine, I suppose it is, but a non-striker style forward system. Uh, is the way I'm going to word it. Uh, so, like, you know, you've got Foda, De Bruyne and Firmino. They're not really out and out on the nines, are they? Um, so, I mean, we're going to ask that question. Should we mirror City and Liverpool's non-striker style forward? Um, and uh, there's the poll. So, if you're going to go and give that a vote, Let's see what you're saying. Uh, Joe says, 4 a.m. here. Love the vids. Thanks, Joe. I really appreciate it. That's really kind of you. Drop a like on the video if you haven't done so already, people. Uh, WMMEAY says, uh, is Arteta deserving of a new contract if we don't get top four from this position? Love the show. Uh, Thanks, mate. Uh, I think that he is at this point. Uh, I think we talked about this about January time, and I said I think we should wait until the end of the season because obviously things could fall apart, and they could. You know, we could finish outside the top four still, and it would be a big disappointment, but I've seen enough. I've seen enough to give me the confidence. I'm just going to bring this blind down, because I'm getting blinded in the face by the sun. It's ridiculously hot here in the UK at the moment. It's going to be 18 degrees today, which for the UK in March is pretty it's mad. It's absolutely mental. Um, but, yeah, I think um, I think it's more so about you understand what's happened during his tenure. And we probably need to wrap that up and get that sorted pretty quickly. You don't want a level of uncertainty associated with it. So we need to react to that. Um, Jay Dunn says, how can people turn down Dabala? He's actually world-class. I mean, maybe I've been dismissive. Let's have a quick look at his numbers uh, this season, see if he's producing some world-class performances so far he's got 13 goals and six assists in 29 games I mean it's pretty darn good 19 goal contributions checking back last season let's see a uh, quick look how we got on only five goals and three assists season before that 1920, 17 goals 14 assists I think the main thing for a lot of people is his age and it's not like the Lewandowski debate where you can kind of see Lewandowski putting in something like 30 or goals a season into the near future, let alone, you know, next season, but in a couple of seasons' time as well. I think the age for Dybala is something that people are struggling to get over. Um, Amandeep says, Vieira, a better player, a better manager than Roy Keane all day long. Alex says, I would pass on Dybala he would cost too much in terms of wages and signing on fees in comparison to what we could reasonably expect from him. His age is also a factor. Um, John says, would you rather have champions league next season and not know the future or definitely compete for the title in two seasons time? Um, that's a really hard question because I feel like, you know, the champions league, if we get the champions league next season, it pushes us on, it allows us. But if you're saying that we're definitely going to compete for the title in two seasons time, surely that means we've built towards that. And then in two seasons' time, if we're competing for the title, surely we've got to a level where we're also in the Champions League. So you probably have to go for the title. I'd rather compete for a title. You know, that's what we want. That's where we want to be again, is competing for titles. So surely it's that option. Um, um, Let's go to uh, Makalej, who says, do you think that Arsenal could bring a player from a team or teams that will be relegated from the Premier League this season? If yes, who would it be in your opinion? I mean, yeah, you look at, say, Watford, maybe Ismail Assar is someone that you would go to. Everton looked to be in danger. Would you go and get anyone from Everton? Gordon's quite highly rated there. Um, try and look through else throughout their team. but some people have talked about. I wouldn't personally go for him from a team like Norwich. I don't think there's anyone really. Even Max Aarons is a Tommy Asu backup. I'm not sure is the right choice for us either. Uh, who else could go down? Newcastle aren't going to go down anymore. Burnley could go down. Who would you take from Burnley? Not really anyone. Uh, So there's only really Ismail Assar is the only one. Maybe Emmanuel Dennis is a backup striker. He's done very well, to be honest to him. So maybe, but I'm not sure this time around. Not as many as there was last season. Nambro says, heard Arsenal is looking for a striker. I think it's time for the new Benzema links to come back. But this time... I would take him. I wouldn't. I don't think I would take Benzema at this moment. I just don't think it's the right move forward. Not denying his quality. I just don't think that's the right move going forwards. The only person I'd ever kind of say, throw caution to the wind to, is Lewandowski. It's the only one I would say, yeah, I'd take him on a two-year deal, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, Jeff says, Tom, don't forget our Arsenal are in the Champions League semi-final tonight. Only his team left, absolutely. And we wish the absolute best. Towards it, because look, when we look at what 's going on in the in, with arsenal 's women 's team, I don't know if you watched the, the the FA Cup final, but I was so disappointed it 's the quarter final, the semi final um we 've got Wolfsburg in the quarterfinal playing i 'm trying to see who we knocked out in the last round to be honest, my focus has been so much on the men 's team. I've completely completely skipped me by. Uh, We beat Hoffenheim uh, in the group stage. And then does it go straight to the quarterfinals? It looks like it did. So, yeah, we've got uh, Wolfsburg tonight in the first leg. And we go to Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg has always been known as one of the best women's teams in Europe, of course. And between those two games, we've got Spurs. So, you know, we wish the women the absolute best. Fingers crossed we can bring home a semi-final tonight as well. Uh, Manu says, Noah is extremely talented. Goals assist. Look it up. He is the real deal. Works his sacks off, socks off, socks off uh, uh, like Gabby does, but in small games, doesn't show up. Misplays, passes, stupid fouls, and off the ball, uh, shambles, off-field shambles. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens with him in the near future. Uh, JDB says, Tom, I'm a bit worried of the next two fixtures, considering we've drawn to both of them in the reverse fixtures. Have we changed enough to beat them? I think we've certainly progressed forward since last playing uh, Crystal Palace and Brighton. And then we've got a team like Southampton that we could also beat. Look, I think we've got plenty of of ability to be able to beat those teams. So, yes, JDB, let's have some confidence uh, going into those games. Dan says, Dennis uh, will be a cheap but surprising striker he hasn't got the profile, so less pressure as well. Uh, Tom says, yes, yeah, straight to the quarterfinals. Uh, there was 15 quid, so I'll bet the Emirates tickets were £15. Pounds. Well, if you can get down there, if you're able to, go and support the girls. You should absolutely go and do that. The Onyx len says, I would love for Arsenal to sign Darwin Nunez and Jonathan David and Jude Bellingham. Is that unrealistic? Yes, <laughs> it absolutely is. I don't think Jude Bellingham is realistic in the slightest. If he goes anywhere, I think it'll probably be to Liverpool beyond anywhere else. Uh, PJT says, has Arteta's most significant contribution been dealing uh, with the off-pitch stuff? Having watched the brilliant discussion yesterday, one might say that currently the club is verging on a genesis. A genesis is a good word. I think that the beginning of something is is what we've seen at Arsenal, kind of a phoenix rising from the ashes, if you like. We've still got to achieve something, getting into the top four. We haven't done that yet. We still need to do it. Um, and it's important that we point that out. But I think also it's important that we register what has been achieved. That's why we did the question that we did last night on the Agree to Disagree show. And it, I think it actually kind of revealed a lot. We went through all of the successes of Arteta's tenure so far, what he's achieved at the club on and off the field, and led us to this point where we've got a really good opportunity to finish in the top four. And you compare that to, say, the, the eight years, the 10 years of Emery and Wenger before Arteta took over and things have been achieved in that time to move arsenal in position arsenal into a place where they can be pushing forwards again thanks Afso. i so much appreciate that glad you enjoyed the show last night i'm looking forward to doing more of these agree to disagree series trevor says do you worry that the players we are looking at other big clubs are also interested well they should be trevor and that means we're looking at the right players if we're looking at players of course that other teams and big teams and huge giant super clubs in europe are also taking their eyes on i think you know that's the right thing we're looking at the right players and we've got to prove that we can compete with those teams if we want to get to the level of those teams. Uh, Josh says, Do you think Declan Rice could be a realistic option? I don't think so. I think that West Ham would be asking for a ridiculous amount of money, close to the £100 million mark. I'm not sure we should be looking to spend that much on a player. um Junie says, Tom, ozeman is the right number nine for us. Work so hard and to, uh, so too hard for this. See, C- oh, central defense to Mark. I was like, completely free me for a second because he's so energetic. I know that Bailey loves Aussie men, uh, so you've certainly got some uh you've certainly got some support in that one. Uh Jonathan says there aren't many technically gifted strikers like RVP VP in the world that'll fit the system we're trying right now. That's why Pep and Klopp play without a striker. Uh and we'll see you next season when I imagine my predictions that Harlem will end up at Manchester City. They will certainly be changing. Let's have a look and see what you guys are saying. Should Arsenal mirror the City and Liverpool non-striker style forward system? 58% saying no, 42% saying yes. It's interesting, isn't it, seeing the two most successful teams in England using this style, not having an out-and-out number nine and yet still less Arsenal fans in our chat box today would want to see that mirrored at Arsenal. Very interesting indeed. Uh, He who is called says, how much do you think Tino Livramento could cost us? I think Southampton would ask you for around £20 million if you wanted to get him. He has definitely outstripped the five-odd million that they paid for him in the summer. And that's what they can do. I mean, it may seem a massive jump, 400%, but that's what teams can do. Right now. He says Tom, as you're a La Liga, f- I'm a La Liga fan, but I haven't been able to watch loads of it to be fair to me. Uh, what is your opinion on Real Madrid's Cadiz centre back, Schuster? Um, again, not ever seen enough of him. Uh, and he's only 22 years of age, currently playing for Cadiz. Uh, on loan. Cadiz have really surprised everyone since coming up from uh, the second tier. Last season, they took points off loads of teams that you wouldn't have expected them to, and they and they surprised quite a few. I don't know if uh, Negredo is still playing uh, for Cadiz. Have a quick check. He is indeed. Uh, 36 years of age is Alvaro Negredo. Last season, he got eight goals uh, in La Liga at 34, and he's got six this season. Uh, so you've got to say fair play to the guy. Uh, in total, How many has he got this season? Nine goals across all competitions in 31 games. So, But no, I don't know enough about him, I'm afraid, Manu, because with the new job, my focus has very, very much been on Arsenal. Um, Alex says Origi is going to Milan on a free. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's a fair deal. Uh, I think they've got older strikers, Giroud, Latan Ibrahimovic, of course. They were linked to Alex Lacazette. I think that makes sense as a move. I think that would really be a good... uh, kind of switch for Origi to be honest maybe somewhere where he can find his form again uh, Matt says Tom City are doing well without a striker but that's not through choice they tried to sign Kane in the summer very very good point they're trying to sign Haaland now and I think Liverpool have been linked with Alexander Isaac. so maybe they are moving away from that style as well Uh, We are going to finish things off there. Uh, Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Uh, There may be another show later this afternoon. I've got to work out whether or not there will be, but there will be another show on the Arsenal way at 9.30. I'll be joined by Bailey and Chris to talk about all the Arsenal latest and look ahead to what will hopefully be a positive end to the season. Uh, Do check out my show yesterday with Mike and Ola and do help support Ola by going to www.keepolahere.com and uh, drop a donation in there to help Ola's cause as well. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. As always, drop a like on the video, subscribe if you're new and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute